and we are live, ladies live. and gentlemen. Good, good to be back. Good to be back after a week off. After a week off, but right. but but really, were we off? No, we were no. just doing what we needed to do That's to keep exactly. the ball moving <laughs> forward. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Always good to be another episode of always your good. two favorite realtors on the internet. On the internet, here with two agents of Lovett Properties. Right. The family man himself, Bryant Lovett. With my man, Sandy Roberts. Non-family, but claim it. Oh, I claim it. And uh, right. it, it's good to be here, obviously, just real, real quickly, the Canes. Uh, we just got to say it. They we won. have to give Come on. Took it to the New Jersey Devils. Stay up north. Um, Let's go. Let's go. in the Eastern, Con- East, Eastern, Eastern Conference, Conference Finals. finals. Yeah, Let's it's good. It. Exciting I'm times. I'm so excited for them. And... Um, yeah, it's good to have the home the home team pulling it through. Totally. Um, Clear also, shot to the Stanley Cup. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. I mean, let's go. Yeah. And they look really good, too. And with with so many folks yeah. injured. A lot, of, a lot of injuries. I mean, Rob Brendamore's doing a great job. But no. listen, this is not your two no. favorite sportscasters no, this is not. on the internet. No, this is Realtor. So we're going to circle back. Well, I'm going to let. favorite meteorologist, though. That Well, true. I'm going to let Bryant <laughs> uh, bring us home, but I'm going to start off real quick with a market roundup. And then we're going to have a kind of a, a mindset uh, moment. moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real quick, again, these are things that we've uh, talked about, but want to circle back. Again, we've been following. You know, again, right now, a lot of what's keeping people on the sidelines, mortgage rates. So we're, rates. we're yep. just trying to figure out what they're going to do. It's hard to project or predict, rather, considering there's a lot of macroeconomic factors that are larger than, you know, uh, one economic indicator over another. Yeah. But there are some things we can kind of track, and we, we do listen to people who track those closely. And what we are hearing, May 10th, we've been talking about this for a while, the Consumer Price Index came out, which kind of measures inflation, which has direct correlation into what the interest rate, mortgage interest rates end up doing. We saw a little bit, I think the level of a little bit of a a coming off of, and that 4.9, I'm going to bring out my, bring out the whiteboard, um, a uh, 4.9% core, you know, core uh, CPI, I think Mm -hmm. that's what they call it. Yeah, consumer price index. Yeah, uh, number. And again, we've, and I said this just said it, but a little bit of stickiness around that 5.0. I'd yeah. love to see that come off a little bit more. Again, a lot of these, this takes into a, a lot of things that are being taken into account, including, yeah. you know, unemployment, job creation, and all that. However, yeah. when this goes down, when inflation slows, yeah. interest rates, rates generally do. Generally do. So that's what we're really trying to track. Yeah. So what's the projection for the summer, which is what we talked about? The next big reading will come in July based off June numbers because yeah. every two months. Yep. And the projection is around 3.5 to 3.7, yep. which is a would be a large come off. A you know, it's about a decrease. decrease of about a one, you know, one to one to two yeah. or 1.2 to what, 1.4 yeah. percent, um, which would have, I don't say drastic, but that would really shoot us into the mid fives, low fives yeah. for higher, you know, high tier credit, um, 30 year average you know fixed these are things we are tracking closely hoping for because again i didn't look as of late i don't know if you saw the mortgage survey what we saw right now are we low sixes we're about six and a half right okay. now so yeah. it's a I mean, little bit can, some folks are in the low sixes for sure for sure and some folks are even in the high fives depending on what you've what you got set up which yeah exactly yeah. but we're trying to go with the average just so we can get you know say what is a general person looking at but we yeah. want that average to squarely be in the fives for yeah. the average yeah and then we'd love to see mid fives yeah getting down to 3.5 or 3.7 percent of yeah. of that cpi percentage 
uh, core inflation that or slowing that down yeah. would be really helpful. So mm. midsummer again, what, what what's the thought? Yeah, a lot of folks might come off. A the lot sideline. of folks might come off the sideline. So yeah. it's a little bit of a just kind of uh, framework for where we're at in terms of just the market, people coming back, and how that's going to impact an already low supply. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. So that's and kind of the, the the general the general update for you guys. Yeah. And if I could just like give some interpretive words in between that and our mindset moment, I will say this: if if we're talking in terms of like advantages. Low interest rates, again, we've said it before, low interest rates advantage buyers in one sense, big time. I think it's gonna bring a lot of folks off the sideline. I think affordability is gonna be where they can now afford, they can jump in. It's going to create a higher expense market. So all of a sudden things get more expensive. Um, Prices do rise. That benefits sellers tremendously and it in some ways actually hurts buyers in another so in another way anyway so we're watching these things very closely i think what we're watching more than anything guys if you heard if you heard sandy say anything you should be hearing him talk about um what affects inventory that's what you should be hearing so when you hear him talk about cpi and interest rates um, core inflation, what's happening in all of, all of uh, those different factors, those different um, vectors. I will say this, it affects inventory. Inventory is ultimately what affects pricing. And, and so we're watching closely to see if interest rates will fall. We think interest rates falling will bring sellers to the market. We think that'll actually right. pull people that own homes and actually say, okay, I can now sell my home and, and purchase at a lower rate. Yeah. Because um, a lot of folks aren't selling because they're sitting on lower interest rate right. mortgages, and they don't want to sell just to find themselves in a seven percent, six and a half, six percent interest rate right. when they buy. That I think is going uh, going to impact us big time this summer. So anyway, hope that's helpful. Um, mindset, mindset, take moment, us there. Um, and and these things are correlated to a certain degree. So here's what I want to talk about, guys. And um, I know this might ruffle some feathers. Uh, ruffle facts over your feelings yeah okay so here's uh here's where i'm coming from because obviously i need to frame this out yeah i'm an emotional guy you guys all know this i am a dogmatic person i'm an emotional person i speak loudly and carry a big stick uh yeah (laughs) but what what i am what i'm going to try to say here is that if you are counseling your people you're counseling your people, your buyers, your sellers, with the mentality that the most recent emotional experience you had should dictate what your client does, then I'm afraid you're giving them poor counsel. Mm. So if you just came off of a house that had 20 offers and you you bid 40, 50, 60 grand over list price, gave the moon in due diligence. You gave them your entire savings account in due right. diligence and you lost. You're more likely to emotionally counsel your next buyer on the next transaction and I'm afraid that is dangerous. I think this is this is a big danger in our market right now is we're just we're counseling based on how we feel about the market rather than looking at the numbers and saying here's what's happening in this zip code. Here's what's happening yeah. in this community. Yes. Here's what's happening in, in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got listings, we've got buyers that we're working with. This neighborhood might be just performing differently than the rest of the market. Yeah. Folks might not want to bid 
wildly over list price for this community. Or maybe the seller has the, the home priced too high to begin with. You might feel like just because you just came off of a really hot, multi-bid, crazed town situation, that you can now walk into the next one and your client's gonna have to do the same thing. You may not, may not have to do that. Totally. Now, at the same time, if you have the, let's just say the inverse, let's just say you're crushing it. You know, your, your buyers are getting closing costs, your buyers are getting all the things that they want, maybe a couple concessions on repairs in the initial negotiation, and then you roll into the next transaction with a buyer wanting to buy a home that is underlisted in a hot community, mm. and you don't apply factual-based counsel to that situation, then you're gonna go in there with a full asking price list, you know, full asking price offer with $5,000 in due diligence, uh, with uh, closing costs, with a contingency, right. thinking that you're giving your buyer sound counsel. Again, I think this is really important for us to, um, to grapple with. So can, can we go back to being agents that and, and this takes discipline, but can mm -hmm. we be agents that are consistently looking at the numbers and giving our folks counsel based on what we're seeing in the marketplace, the actual numbers? Let me pepper in one last thought, and then we're out of here. This one last thought is that there is an emotional sixth sense when you show property uh -huh. that you can have with your client. You walk into that house, you know it is cute as a button, you've, you've looked at the comps generally speaking, you just get this sense that even though the comps are underperforming, this particular house might might just pop off, yeah, right? Because you got that sense that, it, again, that's what it, people pay us for, is to bring that kind of um, that kind of counsel, that experience to the to the table. That's that's phenomenal. I, I, I'm just going to add one small thought to that, just again, because it was it was actually some clients that that I was at a listing. And uh, or it was my listing. I was doing an open house. Some clients of Brian and, and oh, yeah. Brian and Bryant's came and was just kind of talking about that house. It wasn't the right one for them, yeah. but it was a multiple offer situation. And I was just able to counsel. I was like, let me, can I just tell this to this couple for your next home that you might put offer in? Don't let multiple offer think that you, that means you have to do something ridiculous. Yes. Multiple offer can mean a investor came in below asking. Yes. It could be someone that came in with a very unattractive at, yes. maybe someone slightly over. Yes. And that's that's a multiple offer situation. It is, yeah. And the mind might think, man, well, we got to come and do something. That's right. All of a sudden, you do 10 over, and you're the one. Yes. So yes. I, I, I think to your point, it, it, it is it becomes incumbent upon the realtor. The realtor that's right. To have expertise, rely yeah. on that sixth sense, but also... Yeah. I mean, that's why it's really important to kind of have that round table, that's right. if you will, of folks that you're doing, you know, yeah. that, that are in firm wise, yeah. just so you can get a sense of, or you can start to kind of piece together in certain areas, certain homes, what to look for so that you can counsel your folks the best. So they're not overpaying, That's right. Uh, but they also emotionally can yeah. still feel engaged when they hear multiple offer or, yeah. hey, every, you know, offer deadline. Yeah. We're not in the same situation we were a year and a half, no. two years ago, where it was like, if you're not doing, a, you know, you might do 100,000 to be That's in right. The, no, we're not there. No. So. Let me bring the facts to bear. 1% over list price was the average in April. 1% over list price was the average really in April. Really good to hear that. So let's bring the facts to the table. And I think we're seeing that experientially. Boots on the ground as well. Yeah. So. Great, great word. Cool. Well, guys, uh, beautiful weekend ahead. Yeah. Uh, lots going on in the triangle. Uh, not No hockey because we'll be waiting to see who we play in the next round. <laughs> you, NC State, UNC continues their baseball series. That's right. Carolina won last night. We'll see what Come State does. On. Hey, guys. Uh, ACC all... track and field championships in town. Oh. 
NCAA women's uh, in NCAA women's golf at Lonnie Pool yes. and ACC um, rowing regatta at Lake Wheeler. Who Come knew? on! I know it, the triangle. It's hot. The triangle's hot, it's hot, and the weather will be a little warm as well. Um, guys, happy Mother's Day! Yeah, that's a good point. Just to, <laughs> to add that. all of you mothers out there this weekend. Um, extremely appreciative of you and everything that you do. Can I give a shout out to all the moms that help our clients? Like, good gracious, it's yeah. amazing how much you guys will do for your for your kids. Um, we have a, we have so much to be thankful for. On that note, have an amazing weekend, everybody. Yeah. Thanks we'll for wrap joining this us. down. Go have a go have a great day, and let us know if you need any help with anything.